Hey, Chip Chat listeners. This year, we'll be broadcasting live Chip Chat episodes from IDF in San Francisco at the Moscone Center, September 13th and 14th. You can listen in at blogtalkradio.com slash chipchatidf2011. Stay tuned for more details and times. You're listening to Conversations in the Cloud, a weekly podcast where IT leaders exchange insights about issues around cloud architectures for the data center. And now your host, Alison Klein. Welcome to Conversations in the Cloud. I'm Alison Klein. Today I've got Nabil Yuakim with me from Citrix. Welcome, Nabil. Good morning, thank you. So, Nabil, we've been spending the last couple of days together at Intel's cloud event in Penang, and Citrix has been a big part of that. Why don't you talk a little bit about what you do for Citrix, what your focus is, and why you're at the event today? Sure, I'm uh, with Citrix Asia Pacific. I'm based in Sydney, but look after the Asia Pacific region from a products and alliances perspective. I do focus on the Microsoft Alliance with Citrix. And from a products perspective, I look after our strategy across Asia-Pacific, ensuring our products are going to work well for our Asian customers. Can you talk a little bit about Citrix's view of cloud computing and how virtualization is such a strategic part of that? You know, virtualization is really a platform set of technologies that we use across the board, from our ability to deliver virtual desktops, delivering virtual applications to a lot of our enterprise customers and their users. But also virtualization is the platform for cloud computing, of course, and we are have a big play there with our service providers and our partners and customers in the cloud. When you talk about an alliance with Microsoft, some people might be surprised that you would have an alliance with another hypervisor vendor. Why don't you talk about you know, the view of working in, in cooperation with other vendors and, and how you see that uh, rolling out in terms of delivering the full value of the cloud? Yeah, Microsoft has been a strong partner for Citrix for many, many years. Uh, reason being is you know we started in life delivering Windows applications to users anywhere, anytime, to mm -hmm. any device. When it comes to virtualization, of course, there are many solutions in the marketplace today, and, and Microsoft with Hyper-V, who've got a great platform for server virtualization. And at Citrix, we have a technology, Zen, mm -hmm. which is you know a both an open source product and also a commercial product with Zen Server that we sell at Citrix. And we support both platforms very, very well, both the Hyper-V platform for Microsoft and Zen Server. So our, tech, our main technology, which is Zen Desktop, runs both on Zen Server and on Hyper-V, and it's supported on both platforms very, very well. You know, I think that one of the things that you talked about yesterday in a session was the interoperability and being able to have flexibility and choice in, in VMs, and that's something that the Open Data Center Alliance, a, a group that you guys recently joined as a solution provider member, has advocated in terms of usage model requirements. When you look at the technology that you're showing today at the event, how does this satisfy that particular customer requirement, and you know, where do you think the innovation is targeted at in terms of uh, virtualization solutions? moving forward to um, drive the full value of the cloud? Yeah, I think it's all about openness. I think it's very critical that we all think about that from a customer perspective or from a cloud provider perspective because no cloud provider and no customer wants to be locked into one particular platform. Not because one vendor is good or bad or indifferent, mm -hmm. but because things do change. And, and I think customers and, and cloud providers need to always have choice. From a Citrix perspective, we ensure that our technology runs on as many platforms as possible. And the new technology, we just acquired a company called uh, cloud.com. Mm -hmm. They have a technology stack called CloudStack, which is about you know orchestration and management 
of, of cloud environments for both the uh, open cloud providers, the uh, you know, main public clouds, but also for private clouds. And that technology is an open environment as well. It runs on the VMware stack, it runs on the Citrix Zen service stack and the open source stack. And also we're going to make sure it runs on Hyper-V. And then moving forward, when you talk about openness, you know, we talk about the OpenStack technology, which is something, again, a consortium of companies have got together and working on an OpenStack environment for orchestration of and provisioning of workloads in the cloud, both public and private clouds. And we're a key part of that technology, and we'll make sure all our technology also is uh, uh, interoperable with the OpenStack technology and actually will use the OpenStack technology as the platform which we develop our cloud technologies moving forward. You're based in the Asia-Pacific region, and, and nowhere on the planet is computing growth accelerating at more of a rapid rate than in Asia-Pacific. What do you see when you talk to customers about where they are in the cloud adoption curve and, and what they're thinking about with cloud in Asia-Pacific? I mean, the first thing, of course, is to think about Asia-Pacific as multiple areas. Take a place like Japan or Korea which are very advanced with technology. Uh, the internet there is very pervasive everywhere. Though they're different because Japan's got some other challenges today, unfortunately, with some of the uh, sure. disasters they've had, whereas Korea is, is a lot more advanced right now, and they seem to be you know, using the cloud in a much more pervasive way. You move across to China, and it's a very different world. I mean, very exciting place, a huge amount of people there, uh, all now getting into the workforce, all consuming a lot of uh, internet type of uh, services, and, but that market is still new and still developing. But again, the cloud there is very exciting for a lot of the very large telcos in China who are looking just to service their own you know, customer base within China, but it's still developing. India, they are also a very big economy and one that's now moving very, very quickly with technology. But they have, you know, the issue they have is such a huge country with so many locations to support and manage. And then you come to places like Singapore or Malaysia and um, Thailand, which are probably a bit more in the sort of medium stage where they, you know, sizable economies, but not very big, but they are still getting there as far as connectivity and using cloud services. Mm -hmm. And you go down to Australia and New Zealand and it's a very different world. I mean, if you're in, you know, you close your eyes and wake up one day in Sydney, you think you're in the US. It's a very sure. similar environment. Uh, the way that people think and work is very similar. So that market's a much more mature market like the US market, but they're a very different uh, uh, within within Asia Pacific, very different uh, environments, and therefore, as a Citrix, you know, we're looking at each one of these and investing in different ways in each one of those uh, different markets to ensure that we're helping those customers move move you know up the stack as far as what they're doing and what they're automating with technology. Thank you so much for being on the program today. If somebody wants to find out more about the products that you discussed and the different initiatives that Citrix is driving, where should they go? Obviously, the first place to go is the Citrix.com website, but we have a number of community sites from there that you can link to, and Citrix TV, which allows people to see everything in action. Thanks very much. Thank you, Alison.